This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Live from New York, it's the show that once again is claiming they can do 75 uninterrupted push-ups. That's that guy. I mean, we thought we were through over there. Yeah, that's hard. (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) Who are you talking to? Today, Burrow versus Allen. Why Nick's worst nightmare about Josh Allen is on the verge of coming true. It is? I just want to add a little suspense to the open. Meanwhile, Daniel Jones, elite status, on the line. Mm. Why junior Josh Allen might pull off the biggest upset of his young career. And finally, in one short hour, it means you've got 59 minutes to go into your kitchen and get your oven mitts or take a run to Home Depot and get some protective eyewear because the hottest segment in all sports media, it's Upset Alert. Alongside Nick Wright... I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, do you have anyone interesting on your upset alert? Not a ton of games to choose from. I got a really strong take on the upset alert. Okay. That might, that might worry Nick oh. Wright. Wow. wow. That's a good take. This right here, by the way, is the single best weekend in sports that we're about to get into. So wow. let's get right to it. Oh. It's the best weekend on the sports calendar. Divisional round weekend. Favorite weekend of the year. I'm going to spend a lot of time thinking Staying about other lot. weekends that I like. We'll start with Cowboys 49ers. All pro player and content provider Micah Parsons delivered yet again. Take a listen. I'm super stoked. This is who I wanted. This is who I wanted. I mean, people like to go around, ah, oh, they lose here. We, uh, This the three-headed dragon. We need to cut off one of the heads off. And that's what everybody's saying. All right, we hear it. Everybody, no way the Cowboys going to win. No way. I, honestly, I think you should feed into you should love that stuff. Like, when no one believes in you, that's the best feeling. Like, not when everyone believes you and that Kool-Aid's up and everyone's smiling and they're like, they can't lose. Like, they're too good. You don't want that feeling because then it's like, what if I don't win? When you're already at the bottom, you can only go up, you know? So I really like to be an underdog and that feeling. It's a great story always to tell. I just, I, I love it. Yeah. Three-headed dragon, is that just offense, defense, special? I, I'm, I'm not quite sure, uh, but I'll tell you this much, Micah Parsons, you're about to feel great. If you if you like when team <laughs> people count you out and say you got no shot, oh, I hope he's watching right now. They're playing a juggernaut. The San Francisco 49ers, if they had an elite quarterback, would be in the discussion for the best team we've ever seen. Wow. And I understand. What? what? If the wow. San Francisco 49ers had a great quarterback, they this year's team would be in the discussion as one of the all-time greatest teams. The, okay, they got to get a little further, and they, no, I no, think no, they will. Right, of course. They, no, 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 of course. Further. I'm talking about talent and what they would be. So what they've done over the last three months I think has been underrated. So the last three months since the Chiefs went to San Francisco and put it on them, it's not only that they haven't lost, and it's – They have annihilated their opposition. They are winning by an average of three scores. They have eight double-digit wins. They are averaging more than two takeaways per game. And the reason they can do that is because they are the only team in the league, no one else is even close, that has a first-team All-Pro in every positional meeting. On the D-line... Nikki Bose is there. And by the way, so are Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw. Right. Linebacker room. You've got Fred Warner, the best in the league, along with Dre Greenlaw, who's awesome. Court, is it defensive back room, the best safety in the league. Hafanga. Offensive line room, the best tackle in the league. Running backs room, arguably the best running back. Tight ends room, second best tight end. And wide receiver room, one of the best in Debo Samuel. That is every single room you go into. You have one of, if not the best in the league. And by the way, they don't have first-team All-Pro coaches, but they do have Coach of the Year awards, and I think Kyle Shanahan might win it this year. So he's certainly going to be on the very short list. So it's not me writing off the Cowboys, as some on this show have done many times, only to write them back in. It is me simply saying, I think, Wild, (laughs) 
that the Niners are a juggernaut. And the Cowboys, they're fortunate to only be three-and-a-half-point underdogs. I think the line's too short. So those are excellent graphics. I enjoyed all of them. Thanks, buddy. The reason I was able to accurately pick Cowboys over Bucks is because I looked coldly at the facts. Uh-huh. And I said, huh, one team is scoring, and you remember the other yeah, team yeah, is boring. Yeah. Now yeah. it's tricky because the 49ers aren't boring. They are also scoring, but just not as much as the Cowboys. So here are the cold, hard facts. We should get a Coors Light sponsorship. Ramsey, can you look into that, please? Since week seven, offensive points, the Cowboys score more. Touchdowns, the Cowboys. 400-yard games, Cowboys. Passing yards per game, Cowboys. And red zone touchdowns is the Cowboys. I understand that the 49ers have a great offense, but it feels like, just like we did when they were playing the Bucs, everyone is just going to forget about how dynamic the Cowboys' offense is. And I think you're stuck, you're staked to your position, because you're more of like a feelings over facts guy. You no. refuse to move. Dreams, picks, no. dreams. No. Yeah, you literally, is, you carry on Nami I mean, television, it, it, and you said, I had a dream about this. Hold on, may I say something? It would be one thing if my preseason Super Bowl prediction was a bad team, as opposed to it. the best team like in the league. But you're not moving. So, so of course, or like the Packers, who Brew, you know, was staying but you're with not until picks. they were eliminated. Brew, however... Uh-huh. can be swayed by facts and coaching analysis. <laughs> I can be swayed. Yeah. No. That was an interesting graphic. But You're those like, huh. were so close. 31.2 or whatever it was to 30.3. Well, it's going to be a close I game. I mean, they were close. Here's the problem, though, Wiles, and I'm with Nick. I got San Francisco. You know, I mean, I've, I've been on Dallas. I've said two things about them all year. F game. Well, the, the number no, one was that they won't reach the Super Bowl, yeah. yes. right? I've said that, that even though they got talent. F game. Yeah. Right. Well, the reason they won't reach the Super Bowl is because I've said they are so inconsistent and just as likely to bring the F game yeah. as they are I the A game, C, D game, something like that. But here's the thing, Wilds. game is. This yeah. is a fact, though, that you're not looking at. Okay, go. San Francisco is terror against the run. They give up 77 yards a game rushing. That means they make everybody look like Tampa Bay. All right? And, and on top and of that, Dallas, now we, I like Pollard and, and Zeke, but Dallas hasn't like been Zeke? running. The, well, as a tandem. Okay. I like Pollard better, sure. but as a tandem. But he, check this out. We, we, Dallas has a good run game, but the last five games, all five, they've averaged under four yards per carry. That's the longest streak among the teams remaining with that. Look at that. They are not running the ball well lately. And so, against San Francisco, they won't be able to run. So, guess what? It's going to be in Dak's And Dak's going to turn and it And Dak over. won't because you're going to ask Dak to carry you. He's an elite game manager to use Nick's term. He won't, he's going to have to turn into the guy that can put you on his back and carry you. And that's when the interceptions I'll come. I'll take it. The, listen, I, I, I don't think there's any shame in Dallas and going on the road and losing to the most talented team in the league. And that's what people have to wrap their minds around. San Francisco has, the whole Shanahan era, had a question mark at the most important position in the league. But everywhere else, they're fantastic. Their second best receiver is awesome. Their second best tackle is awesome. They, they have three great defensive linemen, two great linebackers, two, at, least, at least two great members of their secondary. Right. And because of that, I think, and because of Bruce Point Wilds, that you're not going to be able to run the ball consistently. I do think Dak is going to be forced to throw the ball, and he can make some big plays, but I don't think the league leader in interceptions, after playing a totally clean game last week, is going to do that in back-to-back weeks against okay. this team. Let's talk about Josh Allen. He put a bevy of points on the scoreboard last week. Bill scored 34, but his fumble and two interceptions led to 18 points for the Dolphins. Here's how Josh is approaching the Cincinnati game. Obviously, we want to we want to end the ball or end every possession with the ball in our hands, whether it's a touchdown, um, you know, punting it away or, or kicking a field goal, and that's that's our mindset that'll never change. And you know, there is a, a thin line between being aggressive and. and um, being a little bit reckless. So, again, just, you know, getting back on the right side of that line and uh, being being smart but being not being conservative. Okay. Expecting a clean game from Josh Allen. No. Oh. I knew it. I no. knew it. I knew it. It's okay. Because in 14 of his 17 games this year, 
he had a turnover. Yeah. Whether it's an interception, throw my graphic up while or Bruce a fumble. So he, yeah, okay, illustrates it. So, but yet in those fourteen games, guess what? They're eleven and three. Exactly. And they beat Knicks Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I'm not even gonna say what they did when they went into Arrowhead. Because I've been saying we, it all week. I, say, I might yeah. say it. I'm tempted to say it. Because it was three months ago. Can you please remind the audience that that was you, – you always do the refrigerator in the car and everything. Like that. that was a four-point game. That was a one-score game. Uh, they won the game, but that was a back-and-forth one-score Okay, one you, score you're going to force me to that. say it. I was, was going to let you slide, but now I'm going to have to say it. They went into your house – and they opened your refrigerator and raided it. Yep. They slept in your bed. They got up in the morning, used your toothbrush, uh-huh. and then they took your car and drove it without asking. Uh-huh. Did they That's bring what it they back? Did. No, they kept it. Oh, <laughs> all right. So they, they also beat Baltimore with him making a turnover. Yep. Yeah. So I look. Here's the deal. I can live. You can live with one turnover. You know, but you can't live with multiple turnovers and you can't live with the big pick six Mm -hmm. or fumble return for a touchdown. So he's going to put it, he's going to be scoring and he's not going to be boring. He is going to do his thing and he'll make a bad play here or there. But if it's one turnover, I can live with that naked still. All right. I have, you know, the weekend hasn't even started and I have gotten my first victory because we have, I have successfully almost single handedly. Moved the Overton window on the Josh Allen discourse, too. Well, of course he's going to do at least the, one dumb no, thing. The, the question is, can I'm he overcome him. it? That's no, what he does. Right, right. But, that was, but for the guy who was supposed to be the best quarterback in the league and the league MVP, it just seems a little curious that we're now here. But I'm glad we're now all on the same page. And Vegas agrees he is the we're most likely the quarterback to throw an interception this weekend. Okay. That doesn't even include fumbles. And, yeah, the, the Bills would love if he just puts the ball in jeopardy one time because as we can show you this year he's put the ball in jeopardy an average of two times per game it's 32 picks and fumbles over the course of the season they've played 17 games so just under he didn't lose all those fumbles no but that's fumble recovery is randomness and luck there's not that is not a skill that there's 32 times the ball has been either picked off there's an element of that interceptions there are a lot of passes that are thrown that could have been uh, picked off by awkward of course and there's a lot and a lot of josh allen's picks we know this from week one NFH. Yeah. Or NHL. He had two Not more interceptions no, no, no. than Burrow. Okay. And Mahomes. Yes, but if he I'm, also if I'm played one fewer game than Mahomes, and he also, his red zone interception numbers were 80% more than anyone else in football. But this is where I want to go, because we all agree Josh Allen's careless with the ball. Right? We, He's we Brett get it. Favre. Okay, you, sure. Brett Favre, Brett Favre without the MVPs or the Super Bowl appearances or any of that stuff. But yes, Brett Favre. The, the bad parts He'll of get it. it. Um, I want everyone to recognize if the Bills lose this game, what a disaster it is for this franchise and for this player. Why? Because it would be three, it would be they are going backwards. In 2020, Josh Allen almost won league MVP. They made an AFC championship game. The next year, he did not make a Pro Bowl. They lost a classic on the road in round two. The next year is this year. He led the league in t- turnovers, and he would be losing at home in round two. For a team, that, that's what it would be, right? Is Patrick Mahomes going the, backwards? And the Chiefs, are they going backwards? I don't, yeah, well, I guess we'll see what they do Because a few years ago, they year. won the Super Bowl. But here's Bowl. the th- difference. Then they lost the, they the, lost thing is the, the Super only Bowl. Way to then not- they didn't even get to the Super Bowl. Correct. And they lost at home. You're, you're absolutely right. But Mahomes' play, I think most would agree, this year went up. Right. Last and that some people thought last year it went down. Yeah, of course. I, I agree with that entirely. But it is one thing to go backwards from the top of the mountain. It is another thing to get close to the top and be like, the next time we climb it, we're getting there. And then you only get to the first summit. And then you're like, you know what, third time's a charm. And then you don't even make it off the little lift that gets you to the beginning of the mountain. If the Bills lose this game. It is as disappointing of a season for a player and a team as we have had in recent NFL history. They were the overwhelming favorites. He was the overwhelming favorite, not just preseason, a month in, eight weeks in. And if now, their first playoff game, they almost lose to Skylar Thompson and Josh fumbles three times and throws two picks, and their second playoff game, they lose at home, that's a big problem. 
It's a big, big problem for what we're supposed to believe think, the Bills look, are. If Kansas City loses this weekend, it's a disaster. It's the same thing. It's a, no. If Cincinnati loses this weekend, they're feeling the same no. way. They they were in the Super but Bowl it's not last three year with a young quarterback. If Kansas City loses this weekend, it's a disaster. I want to be very clear. If the Chiefs lose this weekend, they are going backwards. It is a disaster. Luckily, they have the one ring to look back on, but it's a disaster. But you're talking like, see, the windows for the Chiefs, Bills, and Bengals don't close. I'm not saying they close. And that's the thing. That's why they always got next year. Not that you you look for next year. What I'm saying is for the Bills, this was we, we mortgaged a bit of our future. We, we, we went out and got Von Miller. We've been obsessed with the Chiefs. We are trying to – this is our moment. And the entirety of the media and the gamblers agreed. If they, for the second straight year, don't make it to the second to last weekend, much less the Super Bowl, much less win it, and it's because they lose at home, that is a massive, massive disaster for them. All right. Coming up next is Brock. The new prince of the NFC. Perhaps mm. we discussed. There's already a prince in the NFC. Supposedly. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. 49ers have won 10 games in a row. Brock looking for another W against the Cowboys. San Fran's QB, though, saying he's not defined by wins and losses like Jeremy Jerry. Take a listen. <laughs> I don't look at football like it's literally everything. It's do or die or anything like that. Um, it's a game and it's it's uh, it's my job for sure, and I take it very seriously. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm not defined by you know the wins or losses um, as a person. Like that's not who I am. I'm not uh, a quarterback. I wasn't born to just to be a quarterback and play football and that's it. Like I have a life and and everything like that. And I I remember that. Um, but at the same time, man, I'm, I'm a competitor. I love to compete. I want to win at all costs. And um, so I've been enjoying that as well. No, I like that answer, to be honest with you. Mark Schlereth is here, Super Bowl champion. Uh, Nick, does Purdy need this win to be minted as the 49ers quarterback? No, I, I don't think there's anything he could do short of winning the Super Bowl to where he's minted as the quarterback. Mm. I, I don't think we have a lot of evidence that Brock Purdy is a good NFL starting quarterback. He's a great story. He's overachieved. He also, and I know you guys hate when I do this, is a six foot one inch three star who was a seventh round pick. And now maybe, <laughs> maybe it is it is the Tony Romo story all over again. Or maybe he simply is doing a slightly better job than Jimmy Garoppolo did for a team that has never had great quarterback play yet has, or since Shanahan's been there, mm-hmm. yet has always found a way, nearly always found yeah, a way always. to win. I, and there are certain things, Stink, that I worry for Brock might happen, like teams you know, might have a subscription to next-gen stats like I do and look at a chart <laughs> like this one that I'm about to show you and be like, hmm, Green is good, yellow's okay, red's bad. Does he have a tendency on where he likes to throw the ball, fellas? Is that maybe something 
that at some point a team is going to try to pick on. Now, against the, this is in the regular season, and it should be noted in, in the Seahawks game, he had a few passes over to the right side of the field, but the Seahawks defense was leaky all year long playing a half dozen rookies on that side of the ball. And so, uh, listen, I, I know we want to make this stuff about the quarterback. I think we are getting a true case study in how quarterback independent this team is that Jimmy Bleepin Garoppolo took them to two conference championship games in the Super Bowl with a 74 passer rating, and now their third string seventh round pick has them undefeated. So I, if I were the Niners, if Purdy's your starter next year, I think you're still looking for an upgrade constantly. I think from a, the standpoint of is he going to be minted, I, there's nothing he can do that mints him. Like he will always be in competition until he's not in a competition. Mm-hmm. Going into the going into the organization next year, or going into the season next year, whether he gets to the conference championship, whether he wins or loses this game, whether he gets to the Super Bowl, there will be a competition. Maybe it'll be he and Trey Lance, whatever. If but he th- wins the Super Bowl, no competition. Well, I mean, he'll be the he'll be the the incumbent. incumbent. But do I think that that automatically they sit there and go, oh, my gosh, this guy is like this guy is the next Joe Montana or whatever. No, I think they're still that remains to be seen. Super Bowl. I, 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 it doesn't like winning. The I don't Super know if Bowl. we can win the Super Bowl with this guy. <laughs> well, the, well, the bottom line is, is winning a Super Bowl is a team event. Thank you. You've got to have a great team to win a Super Bowl. Now, your quarterback has to play well, but, uh, you know, you'd like your quarterback to play well, but there's been uh, several quarterbacks. I actually Absolutely. played with one who didn't say. play well. Elway didn't right, play well in right. Super Bowl 32, and we won that game. And who was the quarterback in the first Super Bowl you won with Washington? Mark Rippon. Mark Rippon? He, 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 he no, he was, he was excellent MVP. in the game. Yeah. No, 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 no. He was excellent in the game, but going into that game, people didn't think he was one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. They, they loved well, your guys' team. That season, he had a great season. But you're, you're right. I mean, I, that's why, you know, I love Trent Dilfer. He's a buddy of mine. But nobody looks at Trent Dilfer right. going like he led the Baltimore right. Ravens. Peyton Manning, when they won the Super Bowl 2015 Super Bowl for the Denver Broncos, mm-hmm. he had a horrible season. He had like he had nine touchdowns and 15 interceptions. Yeah, something crazy like that. So there's a, there's it's a it's a team to me. It's a team award. So Brock Purdy is not automatically anointed next year starter. He's been exceptional. He took some chances in that first half. That game could have gotten away from San Francisco because he made some throws that legitimately should have been picked off. He made some throws that were very questionable. Now, in the second half, he was exceptional. But in that first half, and, and here's the thing, we haven't seen him go through that to where he's made a bunch of mistakes, how he's responded to those things. That has yet to be seen. Yeah, look, I, I, I do tend to agree with them, Wilds. I, like, if he wins tomorrow – or, or that's great, but last year they were a step further with Jimmy Garoppolo. They got sure. the NFC title game. They got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. So Nick Foles looked great for a whole playoff and, and, and Nick won the Foles, Super Bowl. Right, that's Joe Flacco. The, the Nick Foles I mean, example, and then I give right back to you, is a really good example because unlike Peyton with the Broncos, when the defense was the driving force when they won the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Nick Foles was sensational. Right. That entire playoff run, particularly in the, Super Bowl, Brady in the Super Bowl, and did not go into the and neck, and they gave the job right back to Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? They were like, okay, this was good. We're glad we did it. But that's our guy moving forward. Now he ended up losing the job eventually. But it's so I I, I know it's going to sound I, I, silly. I, I think, Kurt Warner was on the greatest show on turf. There was a four-year span where he was unbelievable. What happened when we went to the Giants? He ended up eventually getting benched for Eli right. Manning. Then he went to Arizona, and what happened? Resurrected. It was well. He went to Arizona at first. He was on the bench, and he was rotating with Matt Leinart. Yep. Eventually, Matt Leinart, you know, had some struggles. Kurt Warner goes in. The next thing you know, he solidifies a Hall of Fame career in those years in Arizona. But there was some time in between right. where he was, you know, he was. It was questioned. Okay. Yeah, I do think right now you go in with Trey Lance and and Brock as your. Brock ahead of him, sure, but it's a competition. And even if he gets to the Super Bowl but loses, that's probably the case. Can I tell you something that hurts my feelings a little bit? I feel like we're coming to the end of the road on our With Jimmy Iowa, G storylines. Oh, yeah. I well, just feel you like, never look. Jimmy no. G will be somewhere next yeah, year no, without, without well seven All Pros on and his win, team and be totally irrelevant, just like he did in San Francisco. I, don't know, I will say not. this though: the Jimmy G is beautiful. 
Yeah, that's, that's what he's got. He is gorgeous. I know that. Yeah. We discussed that at length. You mean he throws a nice... No, 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 I'm talking about... Like, stunning. Like, come off, collectively. That, come off the field with his helmet. And, like, how, did you even... You're, how can your hair not even be messed up? He's had a helmet on. He's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, that's a... I'm just letting you know. There, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I know. He's going to land uh, on his feet. Why we collectively question <laughs> yeah. the He's amount of kicks. Guys, we got to move on. <laughs> Hard to question Mars' accuracy. Six for six. Brett Money Maher reportedly went six for six to field goals. Zeke's a believer. Take a listen. I just let him know that, you know, we got trust in him. We got faith in him. Um, you know, and I mean, that's our brother. We're not going to turn our back on this. Uh, I mean, Last week, we ain't really need them, but this week, we probably will. So, uh, <laughs> get <laughs> together. <laughs> we put a little fire in there, too. Don't, don't be fooled. Right? Uh, That's good. Zeke trust him to you. I would say this first, Mark. When, if Zeke said that to him, right, mm-hmm. get your stuff together. Like, jokingly, I'm sure he said it jokingly. Yeah. But I think that probably uh, terrified the kicker. Terrified, Meyer. Would you would you agree with that? Like he knows he's joking, but it's like, man, I I, I can't be out here messing around. So I I think that I, I don't trust Mar. I don't know where to trust him. But what I am will say is this: I would put Viscano, the backup they just brought in, on the active roster. I love it. And if he misses the first, you know, routine field goal, whether it's a field goal, they just cut. No, and just cut my no. I, look, they trust him. I get it. He might have just had a bad day, or he might be back mentally. But send him out there. The first routine kick he misses, a forty-two-yard field goal or an extra point, you're done. And Viscayano, take the field. I like that idea. Do, do you think Absolutely. it's sustain? Do you think it's practical? To have two of your game day 46 be kickers? There, there is zero chance of, of carrying two game day t- kickers. So what? So what? So they brought in Vizcayano yeah. just in case he yeah, for what? screwed in up, case practice, he up in practice, and then they caught him, right? But, but Steve, but. haven't you seen kickers, whether they were like, let's just bring in some guys for a tryout, or they were your legitimate kicker, look great in practice, sure. and then screw up well, in the yeah, game. I've seen, I've seen a lot of players that are great in practice and aren't worth a crap during game day, too. Like, players that way. So, here's the great thing about, about good teams. Like, they'll support him. They'll also give him some grief, like like Zeke did, right? right. But that's part of, hey, man, you're, you're, part of the, you're part of the group here. Like, we all, we all got you. You know, we're, we're with you win or tie. You know, you miss a kick and like you're taking a bus home. So, um, it's it's just the way it is. Like you, it, the pressure during that game is you can't recreate that on right. the practice field. No matter how much they rally around him and do all that stuff. He missed one in week 18. That's the issue. It's not just that game. I and that, he missed that, a kick right. against that's that Washington. That's when it started. Wilds, what do you hate more than anything? In half the world. measures and half, mimes. Half measures, mimes, and injustice. Yeah. Those are your three checklists. Wow. Things. There's no like mimes. mimes involved here. There's no injustice, but there are some half measures. You either cut the kicker, or you don't bring in anybody, and you and then if in practice he screws up, then you cut him after that. Ooh. But you got you can't go halfway with this. Now, what I will tell you, if I were the Cowboys, where I would have actually a bit of optimism is right here. Those were not pressure kicks. That's you know, true. It was not that the pressure got to him. They were up 12-0 and then 18-0. And then they, what got to him was he got in his own head, which is why I but think. But it's hard to get out of your own head. But I think he did on that last one. Because it would be one thing if the guy was, if that was a nip and tuck game and he kept missing them, then you're like, oh, the pressure got to him. But that's not what got to him. What got to him was he had missed four, five extra points in his entire football life prior to the Washington game. Then he missed one, so he was overthinking it. And then, I mean, he missed it the exact same way two times in a row. Mm-hmm. Then the third time he missed the opposite way. And the fourth time he went back to the original way. It was so clearly, and the Fossil even said it, he had the yips. that it wasn't. That, and so... If you think that, I'm not saying they shouldn't have cut him. What I'm saying is I don't think you can try to thread the needle of, we believe in you, by the way, here's the guy who would be replacing you. But every other player has a backup that they got to continue to beat out. Every other player is a real out. player. This is a weird Still, thing. Hey, that's a good point. Kickers, kickers aren't real again. people. You that's a good point. I do think that would be. You uh, need some budless uh, <laughs> stuff to be nicer, Nick. Come be up. nicer? You, don't you like just said he's not a real player. 
He may have been a great athlete. You no, won't. he wasn't. Wilds, you won't play Pictionary, will you? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Patrick versus the Prince. Mahomes looking to punch his ticket to the Arrowhead Invitational, which may be in Atlanta. His numbers are striking. 11 playoff games, 3,400 yards, 28 passing touchdowns, 5 rushing touchdowns. Nick, what are you expecting from the Prince's nemesis? I wonder. Well, I mean, I'm expecting a Chiefs blowout. Oh. They've never lost in this round with Mahomes. Their only regulation loss in the playoffs ever with Mahomes was in the Super Bowl when they had five backup offensive linemen. Their first playoff game each year with Mahomes, Mm -hmm. they have – I have it right here. I'll give you the exact numbers. My apologies. They have won by 18, 21, and 21, and the one that was close, they were up nine with the ball when Mahomes got knocked out of the game. Remember against Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield almost got back-to-back playoff wins. What a time that was. Uh, And – you also, Wilds, what do people call me? Mr. Consistency. Unfortunately, that might have to come to an end. What? Well, I got to cease. It should have been ended long well, ago. Well, listen, my lawyers are on it, but I got to cease and desist. And I was surprised to get it because evidently it's been trademarked by someone previously. And that someone is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. So can I show you really? guys something that in all what? seriousness will blow your mind, I think? His regular season is playoff numbers. They are identical. Pretty good. The, play, the passer rating to the tenth of a point. The touchdown-interception ratio within a few hundredths of a point. The completion percentage within a tenth of a point. Mm. He's the, statistically speaking, stink. He's the best regular season quarterback ever. And in the playoffs, he just does the same thing. Yeah. Four more What's yards. disappointing is he can't pick up his game in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, so, I'm saying. And so disappointing. I expect Mahomes to be sensational. <laughs> And for a team that they beat earlier this year by double figures, even though they turned the ball over three times and allowed a surprise onside kick, I don't think this will be competitive, unfortunately, for the Prince. Let, let me uh, look. I, there is only one bigger Patrick Mahomes fan on the planet than me, and he's sitting across the table from me. Okay. But because I'm not on his level in that fandom, I'm able to just look at the facts okay. right, and oh, remain objective. All right, fact, and, Nick, right. look, I, I, I do expect Mahomes to be great, but I found some numbers, you know, I was digging. I, oh, yeah. Right, Let that me see scare them. me. Okay. Let me okay. See. Hmm. Well, first of all, Jacksonville, I know they weren't sacking the quarterback early in the season, but lately, my goodness, <laughs> five of their last six games, Nick, they have three or more sacks. Okay. okay. Hmm. That just made me say, hmm. Okay. All right. Then I looked at Mahomes. In his last four games, playoff games, mm-hmm. last four playoff games, Patrick Mahomes has five interceptions. That's two more than Josh Allen has in his playoff career, seven games. All right? And then two of the the biggest games, the two out of those four, the two games that were the biggest, the Super Bowl against Tampa Bay, last year in the AFC title game, he had two interceptions in each of those games. Then this is the kicker. Okay. In his last four games where he's been sacked three or more times, he has – two interceptions in three of those games. So I'm just saying if Jacksonville's able to put I pressure want you to say on it, Patrick Mahomes. I want you to say it, though. It just no, makes the brother wonder. I just want to say it. I I'm just want to hear it. Facts. I, no, I just want to hear it. No, I, no, I, I just want to hear out some facts. Listen, people sorry. can, as Wilds would say, I look think, up I football think the Chiefs win. They want your I think opinion. the Chiefs will win. Do you win. think Mahomes turns the ball over? Yes, at least one. Oh, okay. At least, and that's not a terrible thing. At no, no, least no. one. It, it is yes. a very bad yes. thing when quarterbacks turn the ball over. I no, know Josh Allen screwed our brain. I mean, like, no, it's good. No, because they bad. were basically in the same ballpark. Uh, no, Josh had 14 interceptions. Okay. Mahomes had, what, 12? Yeah, let, me, let me give you the formula. How, okay. how you beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'll, I'll give you a stat that's going to lie. The, the Chiefs are 0-3 when they lose the time of possession battle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? 
they probably also won seven games where they didn't have time of possession. But they're that good. That doesn't really matter. That's just a faulty statistic. You want to shrink the game. That's part of what you want to do. What does that mean? Well, means we want to win the time position. We want to run the football. But what we want to do is take advantage of the hubris that the Kansas City Chiefs have. What is that? We don't want to run the ball. So you play a shell defense. You say you're going to have to just throw it underneath. We're going to rally up and tackle. Because remember, when they did lose the Super Bowl to Tampa, they averaged seven and a half yards a carry or so. And I think they got nine carries to their running back. Basically saying, yeah, that's not the way we like to win. So you're going to have to do all these things to win. That said, even if you do all those things, you'll still lose nine out of ten times. I I happen to agree with Nick, and I hate to do this because I don't like me. Agree I like, with well, Nick. I like it, but I don't like agreeing with Nick. I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, a blowout. I th- yeah, I think it's going to be a double-digit I mean, Jacksonville win. Can, can I say something team. for Wilds for you to keep your eye on? Or do you have a number you want to give us? Go ahead. I'm no, I have, I have something I want to keep my eye on. I made that? Go ahead. Right? What is it? Well, I also think it's going to be a blowout because I think that Mahomes and Andy Reid need to throttle the Jags to make sure they don't come back. If you just watch them come back against the Chargers, it could be really? 27 to nothing. It's like, hey, you want to take the foot off the gas? And Mahomes would be like, no. Speaking of comebacks, more. I'm waiting for that jacket to come back in style. Oh! Oh! oh. Wow! wow. Shot wow. fired! Mike Kelsey's stack can wait Classic until Nick's gentleman. picks. That was great! Shot oh, fired! Coming up after the break, my jacket wow. remains in style. You think Dale Jones proved that he's right? That first thing first. Oh, Dude, what good. are you doing? I thought it was funny. What are you doing? It was funny. <laughs> Time for Afternoon Headlines, sponsored by Ram Truck. They're built to serve. You know, you can't spell Eli. Gosh darn it, you can't spell elite. <laughs> Without the E, the I, or the L that's found within the word Daniel. Daniel Jones, that is. Wow. <laughs> or Eli. Either. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? That's true. Okay. Elite and Daniel have. Uh-huh. Giants Eagles Saturday, 730 on Fox. Nick, do you think Daniel Jones can prove that he's an elite quarterback. No. You guys, we got to stop. We just got to stop. And I get it. It's a great story. And I understand people like that when someone who has been written off mm-hmm. seems to, you know, Doesn't not write, write back, back right? as like Geno that. Smith would say. Uh, but we know that if Daniel Jones is your quarterback, you have to coach around his limitations. Elite quarterbacks allow you to overcome your own limitations. That's not and while I do appreciate his ability as a runner, and much like Josh Allen, he's so big and strong, it doesn't worry you as, as much. It's similar to Cam, where it, maybe it shortens their career, but you're not worried the way you are like, with Kyler, Lamar, right, like, right. oh, maybe they're going to get dinged. These are guys that are bigger than most of the people that are trying right. to tackle them. But we can show you... His last game, so week 17 and the playoff game, which were two of his best games, what he's doing. A lot of green. It, it's a lot of green, and it's all dinking and dunking. Oh, gosh. Who no, cares? no, it's, it's, You're I, like, here's it's on why your fantasy I, team. No, here's why I care. <laughs> because I don't think that is sustainable for them. I don't think it threatens defense uh, defenses. I don't think it does any of the things an elite quarterback does. Right. Dable is making the most of what, and Daniel Jones is taking care of the football. But <clears throat> even if they win this game, he's not an elite quarterback, bro. No, I, I totally agree. Two games does not an elite quarterback make. All right, what I think if he plays well in this game and they win, what it does tell you is – I think he's legitimately good. You could argue against that because we talked about Nick Foles and Joe Flacco. But I think it would say he's legitimately good because – and it would say he hasn't just been the – like his bad seasons the last two years were more because he wasn't coached well. Like he's had three uh, head coaches – in his four seasons. He's had four offensive coordinators in his four seasons. And remember, his rookie year was good. 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 233 yards. That's pretty good for a rookie. And he's gotten over the fumbles. But, I mean, that shows you he could throw the football. So now the the next two years were bad. This year has been solid. So I think you would go into it feeling like, you know what, we got Brian Dayball. He can work with him. Daniel does have some talent. He is not elite. He'll, I don't think he'll ever be elite. But he's proving he might be able to be good enough 
to be your quarterback for a while, and that's what I think he can prove. Yeah, elite. Like elite is a guy that can sit in the pocket and just pick a defense apart. And and now to be fair, there's a handful of those guys in this league right now. A handful. So I don't think he's an elite level quarterback. I think he's an elite level athlete. Okay. I think he's an elite level talent. But I think he has elite level coaching that put him in a position to have success based upon his skill set. So to me, like if you get into a position, this is the problem that you get into with guys that you have to operate this way. If you can shut that down, right, if you can shut all that quarterback draw, quarterback run, quarterback boot keep, eliminate and make it really easy to throw it underneath and and targets that way. If you can eliminate that stuff and say you're going to have to beat us from inside the pocket. That's where those guys who are really good start to struggle. And can I, and can I say a bit of a hard truth for Giants fans today? The best thing to happen for you this weekend is to win, obviously. If you're not going to win, the best thing to happen to you long term is for him to be terrible in this game. You want to start fresh? I, what you don't want to do is have to pay Daniel Jones four years well, $140 million. And that's going to be the price if you don't franchise tag him. Why does everyone need so? Because the franchise tag's thirty-two million. So four times thirty-two is one twenty-eight. That's where the bidding will start. And so I'm just telling you, it, uh, Giants fans should want to win. But if you're losing, you want Daniel Jones to be a disaster in this game, so you can more credibly either just franchise tag him or get him on a very cheap deal because Ruthless. you can't pay him big money. You're so a Giants we're... fan. You're watching. Like, well, we're not going to win. Ah, screw <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles. Bought myself an Eagles hat just in case this happened. Uh, moving on, Love Hurts. Here's Giant safety Julian Love on matching up with the Philadelphia QB, saying we're definitely going to test him out and see how good he's actually feeling. I think by hitting him, not just asking. (laughs) He's been playing at an MVP pace all year. But whether he's hurt or not, he's going to have to earn everything he gets. Stink, we'll start with you. Yeah. What are your expectations for Jalen on Saturday? My expectations are, uh, listen, I think the the Philadelphia Eagles are going to play well. I think the Giants are a different team than they faced like five weeks ago or six weeks ago when they blew them out. It's a completely different team. They've got players back on the defensive side. Dory Jackson's back. Xavier McKinney is back. So they've got their guys back. Mm -hmm. Um, Ultimately, though, I think... Listen, I think Philadelphia is going to win. I think this is going to be a hard-fought battle. And I think the thing that Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator of the Giants, is going to do is I think he's going to play a five-man front, almost a goal-line type front in regular down and distance. He's going to stop them from running because they are a not a good running team. They're a great running right. team. And he's basically going to say, you got to beat us from the pocket. You got to beat us throwing the football. And Wink is going to say, we're going to make you throw it 40-plus times. If you throw it 40-plus times, and listen, I did a game when he was the coordinator of Baltimore. And I asked him, it was playing an elite-level quarterback who was leading the league in touchdowns. I said, what's your game plan? He said, I'm going to make him throw it 40-plus times. If he throws it 40-plus times, we're going to win this game going away. And you know what? It's exactly what happened. Different quarterback. But what he ended up saying is, we'll put enough pressure on this guy, and we'll create. They had a pick six. They had some other things. That that's that's the that's the the game plan. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, look, I think he has a very good game, and I actually think because one thing I love about Jalen Hurts are his intangibles, mm-hmm. the, the work ethic, the character, the leadership, yeah. and I, I think it's actually good that he played the Giants last week and didn't play well against their backups. He wasn't horrible, but. You know, didn't right. throw an interception, didn't play really well. Because I think he's going to be motivated, obviously, just to win the playoff game. But also, I want to go – this team I didn't play well against just a couple weeks ago, I want to go out there now mm-hmm. and have a great game against them. And I don't think he's a selfish guy. No, he's not. But he also may feel – we all like awards. He may feel like the injury cost him the MVP. I don't like And so he wants to go out (laughs) and show, let me get a Super Bowl MVP rather than a regular Uh, season. Nick, designed runs, Jalen Hurts, obviously had none against Mm -hmm. um, the Giants in their last game. But normally, seven rushes a game for 27 yards. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's eliminated? From his game, or do you think they're like, oh, you know no, what? No, I don't. Let's listen, back I, I think they got to try to be who got them here. Right. Now, I don't totally trust the injury report. Just because Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson are playing does not mean Jalen Hurts and Lane Johnson from two months ago are playing. just means they're going to be out there. But I'll tell you this much. There is no team with 
Buffalo's close, but no coach-quarterback combo has more on the line this weekend than these guys in Philadelphia. Jalen, if they win, he's getting – he doesn't have a fifth-year option. They, they, this is the summer he gets paid. He's the guy, so, though. Well, okay, just hold on a second. And I think Sirianni's done a great job. But if they, as the one seed, fall flat near the end of the season, if they were to lose as touchdown-plus favorites, Sirianni obviously is fine job-wise, but people are like, hmm, you're down 31 up in your first playoff game. This one you lose at home as a touchdown-plus favorite. And Jalen, if he's 0-2 and playing well in the playoffs, I – you don't think a team that paid Carson Wentz early wouldn't be right. like, we'll, we'll hold That's off. The thing. We'll just wait a little bit. Just, they would. They, they, they don't, he doesn't have to play great, but they got to win. If they lose this week, mm, it's bad news. If, they start, if the Eagles fall behind, should the no, Eagles fit? Oh, you know what time it is. What? Coming up after the break. Can the, prin- the- oh. can the Prince dethrone Mahomes, perhaps? It's a hot episode of Upset Alert. Oh, sound <laughs> Well, yeah. Layered. My goodness. <laughs> Welcome to the hottest show in all of sports television. It's the only television segment that Sean Evans distills and then bottles as the second to last hot sauce on hot ones because it's that hot. It's upset alert. Schlereth. Yes. <laughs> the segment is very simple. Okay. I pretend that I'm a groundhog, uh-huh. and we choose upsets. Okay. You can start us off. Go ahead. You want me to start you off with the upsets? So you yeah. can imagine my dismay last night. Oh. Okay. Because I've been doing the morning show. Yeah. Okay. So I was nestled into my bed. Nestled. And all of a sudden, <laughs> I heard my phone. Yeah. So I checked it, Not and of right course, so. production. The production team here. Oh. At first things first. And they said, we need a headline from you. <laughs> so I got out of bed. All right. I flipped on my light. I started to, much like the committee does, burn the midnight oil. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and I was sitting there thinking, headline, headline, what's the potential upset? And then, bang, it dawned on me. Let me I think it was an epiphany. I think it was almost like from heaven above. What? Like this epiphany hit what? me, and I said to myself, Fee fi fo dun. Wow! Yes, I said I love that. that about. I said it's about, it's about the Giants are so good. They're Excellent. playing such great football oh, right like now. Oh, like how a Giants could actually be fo fum. Yes. Oh my God! Actually, who is done? The Giants are going to win. Well, the Philadelphia Eagles could be done. Yes, fee fi fo dun. It's a play on Giants. It's a play. Okay. Well, headline headline notwithstanding, you've been flirting with. This pick all week, Stink. Yeah. I love it, Stink. I love it. How do the Giants win? What do they have to do? Well, listen, the Giants, number one, what they have to do is they have to be able to continue. They have to be able to continue to run Daniel Jones to make him a dual threat. The thing about them right now is Barkley attracts so much attention that we think about Barkley, how many carries did he get? How many times did he catch the ball out of the backfield? But it's even the decoy nature of Barkley. Mm. He tracks mm. so much attention. So when you run on the quarterback run, if you fake it to Barkley, guess what ends up happening? The whole backside of a defense does not constrict. They're so concerned, or if you swing past them out, mm. it keeps the defensive end, the outside linebacker, the safety on that side, they all hang just in case Barkley gets it. So now the quarterback cutback lanes, the quarterback runs are wide open. Not only that, when you insert Barkley into the passing game underneath, he draws so much attention that it opens up the intermediate routes, the basics, the digs, all the things that Daniel Jones outside the pocket does an so exceptional job So you think Jones runs draws. as much this week as he Absolute, did last week? He has to. And Their offense can't operate if Jones doesn't get 10, something, 10 carries. He's got to have that. I'm going to add one other part of this. This Giants season started off with – an incredibly gutsy call by Brian Dable in his first game ever as a head coach. Yep. The two-point conversion yep. to Saquon Barkley. We have seen throughout NFL history sometimes big underdogs in the playoffs, particularly with unproven coaches, coach in what I would call a cowardly fashion. Mm-hmm. Meaning, we're, I'm not going to give myself the best chance to win. I'm going to make sure we don't get blown out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's Dable's DNA. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think you're going to see uh, like flea flicker. Ooh. 
fourth down attempts, potentially surprise onside kick. I think you're going to see, no pun intended, one of the David Goliath games where the team that is the massive underdog opens up the chance that we're going to get rolled here, but I'm going to add some variance to the game. That would make me a little nervous, I would feel. Wow. And the game laterals, perhaps? Okay. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Bro? Stink, I love the headline. The only problem is yours won't be right. Like, oh. mine was right last oh. year, fee oh. 5 fo- last well, you week. Had, you had that headline? fee 5 fo done. does this sometimes. Yes, <laughs> yes. But, look, I got news for y'all. There aren't going to be any upsets this week. Oh. All right, oh. there are not going to be any upsets. Oh. So, I'm going to go back to the literal definition of the term upset alert. Oh, it's an alert. There will be – it's an alert, all right? There, there will be a scare. One of the teams, Ooh. the favorites, gets a scare – Though they win, and Nick, I showed you earlier. Oh, I like all this. the stats that made you shiver. They I didn't saw make you me shiver. I you saw the cold. sweat dripping from your forehead I when I was shivering. talking about the sacks and all that stuff yeah, with Jacksonville. They've been getting after the quarterback uh, lately. All right, I have a, I have and, and Patrick Mahomes. Cool. You always like to talk about oh, Josh Allen throwing it all over the yard. Yes, Patrick Mahomes has more interceptions in his last four playoff games. Than, than uh, Josh Allen has in his career postseason. So um, here's the headline: Prince, you'll like that. I, I almost, the screen, almost buddy. sounds <laughs> the alarm. No, <laughs> sounds no, no. the sounds trump. the trumpets. The Prince almost <laughs> sounds the, the trumpets. <laughs> and in parentheses, and the snare drum. Okay, <laughs> almost. I think this is going to be a good, better game than we think. I'm last, glad you're when, coming I, around. I've been watching Kansas City. And I like, I love Mahomes, yeah, but clearly. Denver, led by Russell Wilson, oh my the goodness. starting of the reserve, gave them some problems. You say Denver's good? Houston How, gave no. Denver's not good. Uh, Houston's frisky. Next year, possibly. Houston the, gave them some problems. Yeah. Well, Jacksonville destroyed Houston. Mm-hmm. They gave Kansas City some issues. That's true. Yeah. So I'm just saying, oh, cool. it's a little closer than we think. There's a little more. Uh, uh, adrenaline flowing and trepidation. You might have to go out and walk your dog and, you know, do what else can get you relaxed during the game. <laughs> when I'm with you, you get, you get out of the house, you get some fresh air. You might have to do that, Nick. And it's going to be a one-score game. All right, for, for the Kansas last City time, wins in a one-score game. Never invite Chris Broussard to your home. <laughs> I invited him to my home right after he joined the show. I had a stressful moment. I leave the house. I smoke a black and mild. He left and he... me alone in his house for 35 Sitting <laughs> there on the couch, looking at the team by myself. He's gone. Yeah, that's true. And then right. comes back in like nothing happened. I thought we were have good. Can I just make one point here? Chris Broussard somehow referenced Go. a Chiefs game yes. earlier in the year against an AFC South team yeah. that wasn't the Chiefs game earlier this year against the Jaguars when they rolled them. So I, this is not going to be a close game. That is a terrible upset alert. I like that. I like that. It's now time for the anchor leg of upset alert. Schlereth, it's your first time on Upset Alert, yes. but do you know why they call me the Puxitani Phil of football? Is it because I'm covered with fur and living a log? No. No. Okay. <laughs> because I can predict the future. I am predicting Cowboys over 49ers. And I know everyone's like, oh, my goodness, Wilds. What, did you have too much Timothy grass this morning? No. <laughs> I looked at the stone-cold facts of the Cowboys offense versus the 49ers offense. I showed it to you earlier in the show. Yeah. Oh. Nick's out here saying the 49ers are one of the best teams in the history of football. I said they would I, ne- I nearly gagged on some alfalfa. <laughs> but when you look at these real facts of it, Cowboys lead in all these categories. And you say, oh, well, Wilds, what about the defense? The San Francisco 49ers have great defense. They do? Oh, well, was I just eating uh, magical buttercups when Jarrett Stidham lit them up? First 14 games, they were great. Last few games, not so good. So I'm just saying... Uh, while everyone is picking the 49ers, the Puxitani Phil of football is sticking with the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, mm. this moment, mm-hmm. would the Cowboys be your pick to go to the Super Bowl? I feel I'm not trying to put you on the spot like that, and you don't have to be tied to it. But I feel like strong you, maybe, uh, a strong maybe. <laughs> they just here, and he would. Tie the interse- Dak's interceptions don't, don't have clouded everyone's brain that he was throwing it to the wrong team. The Jags loss was really bad, and everyone just decided to write off the Cowboys. I'll, I'll give you right this. Back. They definitely have a better chance than the Cardinals. 
You're, you're a real pick. Well, who did you what? pick? What? That's a lot. You know what? The Packers had the best Jameis Winston. Don't let him do that. No, I didn't say Jameis Winston. You said Jameis Winston. That was years ago. Time to next pick. Time to win some money. I mean, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'll just hand these out. Wow. You guys, everybody, we're getting. I don't give them back. Let's talk about it. Here we go. We just threw money around the table. You know why? Because it grows on trees. You follow Nick's picks. That's what is that on the year? Is that 30, 21, and 2? That's 59% against the spread. He, we upped that in the playoffs with a 4-2 and two weekend. Yeah, the Bucks pick wasn't great. The Vikings pick broke my heart. The other ones, never a doubt. Most notably, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Truly, never a doubt. This week, we'll pick all four games once again. We'll pick them in order. Kansas City. Lay the 8.5 against the Prince that was promised. Mahomes blows teams out in his opening playoff game. He's won those opening playoff games by 18, 21, and 21 if you take out the game he was injured midway through. The Chiefs, under our Andy Reid, pardon me, is 27 and 4 off a bye. Mahomes off a bye, even better, 9 and 1 in his career. Mm. They they score 35 plus points. Mahomes is spectacular. The Chiefs minus eight and a half. They're covering by halftime. Next, to me, the toughest game on the board. You have two teams that I haven't believed in all year. So in that situation, it's a divisional game. I'm getting more than a touchdown. The quarterback's banged up for the Eagles. The Giants, plus seven and a half. Backdoor cover opportunities. Mm -hmm. If the Giants, if Jalen is not 100% or if Lane Johnson has to leave the game and they go conservative, it's just too many. What did we see in the divisional rematches in the first round? Miami kept it closer than people thought. Baltimore kept it closer than people thought. The Giants, plus seven and a half against the Eagles. Now, to Sunday. Cincinnati, plus five and a half. How about Cincinnati outright winner? Wow! Burrow as an underdog. Third of of three or more points. 13 and two against the spread. Burrow, his last seven games as an underdog of any amount. Seven and oh against the spread. Five and two straight up. This team went into Arrowhead and won. They, of course, can go into Orchard Park. What type of name with that for a stadium anyway? And win there. And then finally, San Francisco, minus three and a half. This game should be San Francisco minus six and a half. But Mm. the public loves the Cowboys, and the Cowboys looked sensational on Monday night. I bet it at San Francisco minus six and a half. I'm going to jump all over it at San Francisco minus three and a half. They're the best team in the NFC. There's a bad luck draw for the Cowboys. They could have given the Eagles a real fight. So there it is. Chiefs minus eight and a half. Giants plus seven and a half. Bengals plus five and a half. And the Niners minus three and a half. Let's go 4-0 this weekend, guys. Excellent job. Three out of four there. Coming up after the break. (laughs) <laughs> We're talking Bengals Bills next. First things first. And thanks for the money. Bro. Yeah, Bruce's not going to give that back. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We've got a great five minutes for you here at Buffalo and the Bengals. Bills favored by five and a half, Sunday at three. Here's the tail of the tape between the two quarterbacks. Very similar on the year. Schlereth, who you got in this one? I've got uh, I have got the Buffalo Bills winning this game, and one reason is because of the breakdowns health-wise of the offensive line, losing yes. three fifths of their offensive line. So you ask yourself, well, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Like everybody looks at the offensive line, if they give up a bunch of sacks, they say, man, that that group is not good. No, it goes down to coaching. How do you protect an offensive line? that naturally can't protect because they've got a bunch of starters out. And there's a bunch of different ways you do this as a coaching staff, and that's incumbent upon the Cincinnati Bengals and Zach Taylor. So first and foremost, when you're talking about how you operate as an offense, the first thing you got to do, get the ball out of your hand quickly. Swing passes, screens, then six-man extra offensive linemen, you protect. Seven-man protection here, six offensive linemen. See the pocket, you still throw it underneath. But you're protecting that quarterback. And then it's all about your footwork. Three-step drop, get the ball out right now. Bam, quick throws. And then here's an eight-man protection, okay? So you're using two... Two uh, extra tight ends, your back's coming off there, chipping on the edge, so you can buy extra time to push the ball down the football field. Protection when you're beat up becomes the uh, becomes incumbent. The, it, the responsibility is incumbent upon your coaching staff, not your players. So that's something we have to, like, when, when a team gives up seven or eight sacks in a game, everybody goes, oh, that offensive line stinks. I go, no, the coaches stink. Huh. That's, a, that's an awful plan. So that's what you're going to have to do. Here's the problem. You get down in Buffalo by 10, you know what? You can't do any of that stuff. 
you got to scrap pile that. you got to start pushing the ball down or, the field and getting extra receivers, getting all five eligibles out. That's a recipe for disaster. Or you got to wait for Josh Allen to give you one, as he has the Correct. last few weeks. And we saw Joe Burrow be sacked nine times in a playoff game in this round last year on the road. And why'd they win? Because the other team's quarterback turned the ball over three times. That's Ryan Tannehill. Josh Allen would never do that, except he literally turned the ball over three times five days ago. So, I, listen, I think Cincinnati's got the better quarterback. I think that if Von Miller were healthy, that would change this game dramatically. Right. Buffalo has not been great at creating pressure. In fact, they've been at near the bottom of the league at creating pressure without sending an extra blitzer uh, since Von Miller went down. You don't want to blitz Joe Burrow. You don't want to have to. So even with the banged-up O-line brew, I think this is a huge Jamar Chase game. I saw Skylar Thompson have guys open down the field against this Bills secondary all game. Now, he couldn't make all the throws. When he didn't make them, they were dropped a lot. That's not Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and T. Higgins. So, I, listen, I obviously like the Bengals to win this game. I think I'm in the second-best team in the conference all year. I think it's a good game. I, I think it's a three-point game, but I got Buffalo. Josh Allen, 12 touchdowns in his last three playoff games, Wilds. Only Hold two on, picks. Wilds, real quick. Do you know what I didn't hear there? Who they? Not a lot of bass in your voice. I'm chilling. Not a lot of ten nah, toes down. because I respect the who they Not nation. a lot of. No, this is your Super nah, Bowl I, pick, buddy. I'm from Cincinnati. This is your Super they Bowl They love pick. me there. And so I, I'm going to give them some respect. <laughs> what are you wrong? Make no mistake. I'm picking Buffalo. Well, there, look, right, where's the bass in your voice? Is there any Midwest town that you're not from? No, and Louisiana and upstate New York. He's from everywhere. He's from everywhere. I got Buffalo. You're like Savoir Faire. you don't sound. Convicted of this. Uh, quickly, oh, they convicted. have to put all those extra blockers in. Do you still think that Jamar Chase is able to have a big game? Well, if you put all those extra blockers in, yeah, that's what you're doing it for. So he can get down the football field and get himself open. But there's going to be a lot of quick throws, a lot of underneath throws. Do you like the bottom line to me? If Buffalo tackles well, if you just tackle well, you've got a great chance to win this game. Can Jamar Chase? Can T. Higgins? Can he break loose? Can he shake loose? Can he catch one on the run? and get yards after catch like the Niners do constantly with their receiving core? That's the big question. Last two two games we've seen from uh, Buffalo, they needed two kick return touchdowns to beat New England. New England's not good. They needed (laughs) Mike McDaniel and Skylar Thompson to have the worst clock management operation we have seen in the playoffs in 20 years to squeak past Miami. Cincinnati is better. Cincinnati believes they're better. Cincinnati's quarterback is not going to be scared. I I think it's a real bad spot for the Bills. Why are Buffalo's close games such a, so alarming, but yeah. Kansas City's? Uh, we're no talking. Big deal. Why is it? No you have a weird obsession with the Chiefs, buddy. We're talking. I'm just ba- saying. Bengals, Bills. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's when it's not, I bring up a close game with the Chiefs, oh, I know. tied with the Texans. Exactly. Basically a tie. Basically a tie. The end of the game, it was a tie. No, had to go in an extra time. No, that's soccer. It was a tie. Ah, Monday morning headlines. Stay tuned for your favorite puns next. First things first. <laughs> wow, I'm shocked by the lack of base in Blues. Medals time. Brooklyn in Phoenix. Wow, did you see Kyrie last this night? Is so Thank he was wild. quiet for the first Thank three quarters. You. Then he came alive. Ah. This is my favorite little movie he has. It's a little over-the-top movie. Nice. He's done it a few times. You don't like him because they didn't win. <laughs> he was awful for three quarters. They lost to a Suns team that's in free fall and that doesn't have their two best players. Yeah, but look at and this And as I told Brew, the moment move. Durant left, the moment Durant got hurt, Kyrie goes back to being what he's been at every step of his career, except for with LeBron or with Durant, a losing player with cool highlights. Sorry for once again being right. Another thing I was right about, I'd trade Scotty Barnes for Kevin Durant. Yeah. He gets a bronze medal. Scotty Barnes, Scotty though. Barnes. You know what? I'll throw in Scotty's bronze medal. Hey, he can go with it, too. Scotty Barnes, they lost, but I want to give him a medal. He's had a rough sophomore season. Uh, maybe, you know, because he also was like, I would trade myself for Kevin can Durant. Can I play with him if we do that trade? Silver medal. It looks like a gold medal performance, but it's not. 34-19-6. However... The 9 of 27 from the field I can get past. But Jason Tatum turning the ball over against the Warriors. I have PTSD from having to work with Wilds during the finals. It's like 100 turnovers. Train Tatum. Yeah, break them up. That's what he's saying. So he had seven last night. It was silver medal. Gold medal. Eight, I think. You know, listen. 
Some people think he's the best center in the league, but you're not allowed to have that opinion because evidently right now in our midst is the greatest player in league history. It's funny that you never see him in the finals. I like Joel Embiid. Listen, I'm a defense guy. Yeah, he averages 32 a night and is a great defender, but, you know, what's his vorp? I saw today the other center's BPM just passed Jordan all time, so what do I know? Stop putting There's him on the, the metal stand, stand then. From you last put him on the metal the stand three, day, three out of the five days that we're working well, together. Well, I'm not fair. very consistent. What do you mean Don't not very consistent? That's bridge too far, Broussard. <laughs> bridge I'm too incredibly far. consistent. Yeah. You know what they call it? Incredibly consistent. <laughs> okay. Monday morning headlines. This is Bruce's favorite segment of the week. It's just, I just cherry on top of the first things That's first all. Sunday. Here we go. I mean, all right, here we go. Y'all ready? I'm not ready to I be know everybody's been looking forward to this. Oh my Josh. This one actually That's works it. whether they win or lose. Right. <laughs> Allen explodes versus Bengals. This will work no matter either what. way. So all right. Smart. So New York Post, Daily News, you can use Alan this. Explodes. Oh my Josh. There it is. Allen you know explodes. what? That, is, that, that is smart. Because you're absolutely right. Win or it lose, that works. Way. I went the other way. Mine only works if I get two picks correct wow. this weekend. Huh? The Bengals winning and the Chiefs winning, which would then lead to, of course, the fifth annual Arrowhead Invitational. Oh, Chiefs, look for revenge in what used to be known as the AFC Championship game is, of course, now known as the Arrowhead Invitational. If Buffalo wins, we have to saunter on down to Atlanta for the game. But the Bengals are going to win, the Chiefs are going to win, and we're going to host five conference championship games in a row. No one else has ever hosted three in a row, more than three in a row. I like that. I'm going to end the week on an optimistic note. Good. Because we've been talking a lot about what we're worried about, People choking under pressure. I went the other way. 49ers kicked out of playoffs. This isn't great if you're a 49ers fan. <laughs> Maher's Mar, last second field goal has Cowboys oh. moving on. I'm rooting for you, Maher. feel like the world's against you. One. OKW had a nice budless protein shake. You know what? I believe in you. Can, can we like stay it, on like that game for just a second? Sure. We were talking off the air. There is potentially a silver lining to if Maher misses an early extra point, which is that the Cowboys, like they did in this previous game, go for some fourth downs, right. feel like force Mike McCarthy into being more aggressive Love than he normally would be. Because You don't want to not have faith in your kicker, but if it actually forces Bruce smarter decisions, I think the Cowboys are significant underdogs in this game. I know you disagree. That's the approach they should have, even if they weren't worried about their like kicker. That. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, being overly aggressive doesn't always work, though. Ask Brandon Staley. Oh I know that's your gosh. boy. They, Staley Give lost because he I wasn't aggressive you. enough. But that's done that. Speakers up next. Not sure about Go Cowboys. And by the way, we'll to see the you on Monday. in Jacksonville, until next year, Mike. <laughs>